Welcome to the Cyberman show, a place that makes you smarter about cyberverse. Beat cybersecurity, cloud, emerging tech, startups or ideas. We have it all. Let's begin. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. Today I might sound different. That's not AI. I've got cold. But anyways, let's get to the topic for today. So today I'm going to share some of the key takeaways from a recent report that i read from a company called reversing labs this report is called the state of software supply chain security it came out earlier this month and i found it very interesting so i thought i'll share what i've learned so let's get started before i start i have to also tell you that i my idea is not to promote a particular company the idea is to promote cyber security learning okay with that let's get to the first thing that the report says so essentially the report starts with uh, uh, explaining how software supply chain attacks work and uh, essentially it says that this is the largest unaddressed attack surface lurking within businesses today and it is Im- impacting any company that's using or building a proprietary co- or a commercial uh, or even an open source software and the threats typically include malicious open source modules code tampering cicd compromises okay now one of the reasons these issues are growing is is because of the visibility gap or blind spot for infra security teams into these issues okay. there is hardly any detection or monitoring done uh, when third party software repositories are used and even within the most common software analysis approaches i mean when the applications are getting built out the most common is doing a code analysis image analysis and sometimes behavior analysis which is about visibility of the of the impact or the change that software is doing in a platform okay now the report starts with talking about number of Uh, of malicious packages and how uh, they've been rising constantly essentially what this company did is they analyzed large uh, or the most popular open source uh, software platforms npm pypy ruby gems uh, and few more and it found that there are 11000 malicious packages across these three software platforms which is uh, a 28% increase over 2022 in which there were more than 8700 malicious packages that were found the code that they researched in the these packages is often obfuscated or encrypted which makes it very hard to detect there are few examples like abacurkis uh, or my apologies abquiries which is a malicious npm package that downloads uh, second and third stage malware payloads to systems uh, that on these systems have already run the uh, npm package uh, the malicious packages are also distributed by means of typo squatting so example if packages uh, file name is node1 a typo squatting would uh, make the output as n0de1 this fools the developer and they often download these packages the other thing that the reports talks about is the sub- malware in the supply chain and uh, it gives an example of uh, a rat called turco rat which was found in in the malicious npm package uh, turco rat is an open source information stealer okay. 
also the report says that the pipi uh, repository has taken uh, over npm as a host for malicious packages and it is getting very popular in 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 comparison uh, to npm uh, when you talk about the number of malicious packages this is there is an increase of around 400% uh, year on year uh, between pipi and npm also there is a decrease in a 43% decrease to be precise in the number of malicious packages that were hosted on npm repository okay now historically there was a preference of malicious actors to post these their software on npm because javascript is the most popular coding language on the web and npm is a large repository with more than 2.5 million packages compared to almost 500000 on pipi now as python adoption is growing the attention of cyber criminals is going towards pipi the other thing is the the python language itself offers some unique advantages for malware authors that's not found in other languages uh, so for example one of the samples that this company detected is uh, an attack that used compiled python bytecode or a pyc file to evade detection by most appsec tools uh, so typically the appsec tool can scan a py file but it doesn't scan a scan a pyc file so uh, cyber criminals can push the malicious code in the pyc format and appsec tools won't work okay now the report also mentions that uh, the type of malwares that vary from each repository so the number of malware samples that were identified as a downloader category Uh, is exploding uh, as many as 20 times on pipi on npm the the analysis shows that the number of malware that were discovered are mostly in the information stealer category okay. so what they are uh, understanding is that this could be a proof of concept malware or alternatively it's a tool used in red team assessment of organization cyber defenses then the uh, report moves into the second part of what they found which is developer secrets so they they have found multiple developer secrets and uh, uh, if some of you recall there was a high profile breach of a cicd vendor called circus ci in 2023 and uh, this uh, uh, this is where the recommendation of rotating the secrets stored in the in the code was given now the scan of these platforms uh that included npm pipi ruby gems and nuget just for a reminder revealed that secrets uh, the secret leaks tend to to congregate with the popular application and hosting platforms such as slack aws google github azure so on npm uh 77% of the total uh, secrets that uh, were found pipi accounted for 18% of the secrets and uh, within that 24% of the total secrets were detected for google services aws based the uh, secrets contributed 14% and uh, open ai based secrets were approximate 19.2% now another popular package manager called nuget which is host for uh, or used for primarily hosting uh, code developed for microsoft dotnet framework 
uh, was also analyzed and uh, it accounted for 60% of the secrets uh, from the Microsoft uh, world, which includes Microsoft Azure Cloud Services as well as some part of uh, Google secrets. Okay. So that's the summary. Uh, last few things. Uh, private keys and web services were also found in the uh, scans. And uh, if you have to look into the breakdown of data, at PyPy, the most common thing that they have found was embedded private keys, uh, plain text credentials within the network protocol strings, web services access tokens, private keys, web services access credentials, web service API keys, encrypted private keys, etc. Whereas in NPM world, webhook service access keys were available, embedded private keys were there, web service access credentials, web service access tokens, private SSH keys, embedded encrypted private SSH keys, uh, encrypted private keys, web service API keys, etc. were also found. Okay. Now, the last section of the report talks about how regulator are getting uh, serious about this category of uh, threats. Uh, for some of, of you who don't recall, but Last year when MoveIt base breach happened, it resulted in the exposure of personal information of around 62 million people and included breaches of dozens of agencies. You might also recall SEC's lawsuit against SolarWinds. Now, one of the reps, uh, Rep Nancy Mace of uh, South Carolina, told the House Subcommittee on Cybersecurity IT and government innovation at November 2023 is that we need to ensure that the software we use is safe. Now that's a very critical statement coming from a government representative or people representative in the government. Now, Also, there have been few publications from federal agencies specific to software security. So the federal government came up with the guidance that was released by Enduring Supply Security Framework Software Supply Chain Working Panel on securing the software supply chain in September 2022. And it called for the use of Software Bill of Materials or SBOMs. CISA put forward new guidelines for software identification ecosystem to be resource that sub, uh, support software grouping. CISA also released another document uh, called uh, Defending Content continuous integration, continuous delivery environments and it outlines recommendations and best practices for improving defenses in the software development, security and uh, operations process. So essentially DevSecOps guidelines. Okay. While that was regulators, what's happening in the industry, let's talk about that also. So in the industry, most common uh, four things that I found really interesting in the report is the availability of open source software supply chain attack reference. This is uh, similar to MITRE in a way that it provides a structured view of the TTPs that are used by threat actors to carry out supply chain attacks. And it's an open source software to understand how software supply cha uh, chain attacks unfold. The second in key initiative from industry is the EPSS, Exploit Prediction Scoring System, that estimates the probability of common vulnerabilities and exposures, aka CVEs, being exploited by threat actors and is meant to be used alongside with the CVSS system. Also, this software sub, uh, supply chain uh, or supply chain levels for software artifacts as SLSA, which is a principle organized by uh, 
tracks and levels. Also, OAP's top 10 LLM uh, model application initiative, which is a guide for practitioners and leaders on how to best manage the security risks for LLM. So that's the uh, key takeaway from this report. I highly recommend everyone to go through the report. I've not covered everything that's there, including some of the interesting examples of malware and case studies from the industry. So that's it for today. Thank you so much. Uh, like, share, subscribe if you find the content useful. Do reach out to me uh, on my Twitter handle or drop comments on my YouTube channel. I'll see you next time.